Hi, this is Jim Myers with The Tennessee, and I'm the food and drink columnist for the paper, and I'm here with some of my colleagues to talk a little bit about the food and drink scene in Nashville. On my left, that's right on your radio dial, is Adam Tambrin. Adam, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, everyone. I am the Tennessean's higher education reporter, uh, which means I report pretty much exclusively on the freshman 15. Um, I am a Nashville native, have lived here all my life, uh, 28 years, and so I've seen the food culture grow from just basically rotiers to everything else. Right, absolutely. Awesome. Well, you'll bring a great perspective of someone who's yeah. grown up here. On my other side is Lizzie Alves, a business reporter who is new to Nashville. Lizzie, when did you move here? I moved here in November from Ann Arbor, Michigan, and I have to say it's been pretty exciting discovering the, the food scene in Nashville. There's a lot going on right now, and I am a, a longtime vegetarian and, and also mostly vegan, so I feel like I still have a whole list of places to hit, but I've conquered quite a few of them so far. Okay, well, that'll rule Lizzie out of most of the barbecue discussion, <laughs> but that's okay. I'm sure you can bring a, a great perspective to what what the rest of us think about doing but uh, don't have the courage to do, which is give up meat and eat vegetables. Wouldn't it be nice? It would. Across the table is Jason Gonzalez, another newcomer here to Nashville. Tell us a little bit about, our, about yourself and what you cover. Well, again, my name is Jason Gonzalez. I cover K-12 education for the Tennessean. Um, I came here from Wilmington, North Carolina, originally from Colorado, and I've been here since December. As far as the food scene, it's been uh, really interesting just checking out everything. Um, I've especially been impressed by the number of coffee shops the city has coming from Wilmington. There aren't as many, and also in Colorado. But uh, as far as the food, I will eat pretty much anything. So I fall somewhere in the middle between Adam and Lizzie. I've also seen you drink a lot of beer, though, Jason. Uh, I, I have. <laughs> drank a few. <laughs> well, I know a little bit about that. Um, I, I, being from Colorado, I love craft brew. Um, my brother actually works at New Belgium Brewery, so uh, it's kind of in the family, and, and um, it's part of the culture in Colorado. I mean, you drink a couple beers during the day and uh, go hiking, so I, I mean, I'm, uh, I guess you could call it a connoisseur of beer. Okay, well, that, and maybe that is something that we can all talk about together. Um, I guess coming from Colorado and then being on the East Coast, what, how did Nashville strike you, the beer scene here, the craft um, it's not as strong as North Carolina or Colorado. And, I mean, Colorado's been established for quite some time, and North Carolina is a bit of an up-and-comer. And, -and uh, I think a lot of people are starting to realize that. Uh, I mean, you have Asheville about four hours away and has wonderful, wonderful beer. Um, but here you have some uh, sort of, I would call them... Um, Younger, I guess is the best word for it. Uh, Yazoo, I, I know, has been around for a little bit, but their taste as far as from Colorado beers is not quite what I would expect. Um, and there are a few really great ones. Yazoo Pale Ale uh, has really impressed me. Actually, my brother came here and was really impressed by that as well. Okay. So it's not just quantity of, of breweries. You think our quality is is, not, is creeping up there. it's it's creeping up there it is and uh it, i have um been impressed with uh, a couple of them jackalope as uh, actually is one of my favorite here in town and uh, uh you know 
everything else um sorry stumbling in here a little bit but everything else is, is starting to um get a little bit better as, as right. what i've noticed and the breweries that are here are experiencing a ton of growth too you have fat bottom moving um into a brand new facility in the nations because they ran out of room in east nashville and a couple other new breweries that are coming to town that we've written about yeah it, that's a good point lizzie and and what i'm What's great having you here is is uh, you cover a lot of the growing restaurant and hospitality scene. So you, you've you've got your finger on the pulse of all the new stuff, all the growth and operations. So coming here from Ann Arbor, what what was your biggest sort of wow? I wasn't prepared for that shock to being in Nashville and in, in a new food scene. Oh, definitely the unhealthy. <laughs> this, this sounds mean, but come part. on. Okay, well, Adam, Adam, <laughs> let's talk about pizza. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> the biscuits, the fried food, um, the meat and three, that all, that's not a thing in the North. Um, I know, so, but what's, what's your point? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not saying that's problematic. I'm just saying when you're a vegetarian or a vegan in this landscape, you got to find your places and, and kind of stick with them. Find your favorites. And, and, no, and you know what? A lot of chefs here, too, are willing to work with people who have um, dietary needs, and that's a, right. a growing, a growing um, trend with people. So you just, you know, you have to be prepared and look at menus and ask a chef to make you something special. Sure, because you could have fried green tomatoes, fried okra. <laughs> exactly. Fried, fried anything, really. Yeah, well, yeah, so you, you can get a little bit of both worlds there. Yeah. And, and remember, the three in meat and threes are... Typically vegetables, even though some of them are cooked in fat back and bacon, you know, you can find more uh, non-meaty sides. Sure, mac and cheese. Than there used to be, yes, which is a vegetable in Nashville, which we all joke about. <laughs> so, Adam, you've, you've seen some perspective and some change. What are some of the old school places that are still around that you, you like to go to? I mean, I just started a pretty stringent diet yesterday, so I'll pretty much eat anywhere at this point. <laughs> this is going to be some weird catharsis for me to talk about it. Uh, but, uh, you know, when I was a little kid, my dad and I used to um, spend the summers looking for burger, the best burger in town. And so, I mean, I grew up going to Allison Place Soda Shop, to uh, Rotier's, to um, Pancake Pantry, which, believe it or not, has a pretty good burger. Uh, and, I mean... What I love is that they're still there and coexisting with the new places. There are still those kind of relics of quote-unquote old Nashville that are still here uh, to show everybody how it's done. So what is the best burger? Well, back then it was uh, Pancake Pantry. I think it might have been overtaken now by PM, which is another one of those places that's kind of crept up uh, on Belmont Boulevard. PM, Arnold Mint's restaurant that... If those of you who like to watch uh, food television, Arnold Mint is a chef who grew up here. His mother owned the International Market on Belmont Boulevard, which has fed thousands of students from Vanderbilt and Belmont and Lipscomb. And he's just competed on the next Food Network star. Sadly, he got voted out Sorry, Arnold. just last Sunday. Well, I mean, he's got my vote because he makes this wasabi mayo there that I, I could just swim in it. I mean, I've gone there on dates before, and then it's like there's not a second date. After that. <laughs> well, Adam, I feel like I've been writing about a ton of burger places who are coming to town, too. You have Farm Burger coming from Atlanta, and Yeah Burger opening in Midtown, and then Flip Burger opened on Charlotte. Right, Richard That's right Blaze across the street is, uh, from my house, yeah. Oh, really? Okay. By yeah. design. 
So yeah, there's there, you know Nashville is a market that is ripe for the picking, and there are a lot of chefs who are looking at it with hungry eyes, <laughs> and uh, there there are more to come. But yeah, so yeah, burger. And what was the Far, farm burger is uh, coming out of Atlanta, and they're a similar concept. It sounds like as um, Flip Burger. It's the you know sourcing locally and kind of the boutique burger trend. Okay, which I'm 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 not so sure about still. There's but. nothing like an old fashioned ball of meat there. That's why That's I love right. Brown's Diner is another old school um, Nashville relic, where it's basically it's like a double wide trailer or yeah. something in there. Well, it's it's part of it. The front part is an old trolley car, oh. uh, so it's one of the old original trolley streetcars, and then tacked onto it is a trailer. So, I mean, what could be more Nashville than that? Right. An old streetcar. Because, you know, West End Avenue used to be the streetcar line that went all the way out of town. And so um, it's it's one of the relics of those days. And And it hasn't really been improved much since it was retired in the 30s or 40s. There's not much to improve upon. I think what I love about the old Nashville restaurants is they're like stripped, kind of like the acoustic version of a song. It's like the bluebird of food, um, if that makes sense. I don't know that it does. <laughs> I haven't eaten you guys in a long time. But um, <laughs> but it's you go there, you don't get any of the fancy fixins that you would at Flip Burger. They bring out their mustard in this like ancient mustard tub that says Dr. Must on the side in Sharpie. And it is the best thing um, I can I can think of eating. Right, like the great griddles and grills of America, which yeah. are never cleaned. I don't know that they've ever washed out the Dr. Must bottle. Nor should they. No. There's some magic in that must. It adds something to the flavor there that defines the, the Brown's Diner experience. <laughs> All right, well, let's, what I'd love to know, what's the last best meal you had in town? Uh, I have to say definitely... The pizza from City House and any seasonal salad they have on the menu. See, I love the fact that Lizzie, the vegan, is going to a house that is built on using every part of the pig. I mean, that's what City House was kind of, their foundation was. I mean, my son, the first time he ever had pork tails was at City House. Well, they still show lots of love to the vegetables. I swear, what they do with vegetables, you wouldn't believe. They had a carrot salad that people think, like, oh, carrot salad, cool, Lizzie. But it's amazing. Awesome. Carrot salad. Let's all rush out and get a carrot salad right now. I want to go back to burgers. Let's right know. I'm, I'm more curious about these pork tails I'm hearing about. Yeah, well, Tandy Wilson, who started City House, and it's, a, it's, it's sort of a marriage of classic Southern cooking with rustic Italian. And he does Sunday suppers, and where they open the menu up and do some different things. And they had crispy pork tails on the menu, oh and they're... Sorry, Lizzie. <laughs> we're, we're losing her. Oh, uh, anyway. Lazing over um, right now. But, yeah, if you've never had crispy pork tails, it's, it's just good fried crispy porcine goodness. You can't go wrong with that. No. So, Adam, Adam what, 
where well, I mean it's hard you're on a diet right now uh, but, but I mean, think back before the 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 protein bar that you had for, for context I've been on a diet for two days so okay. <laughs> all right so but, back three days but everything I can think of eating I loved um, I uh, recently lived in East Nashville and I came to love the takeout over there I live in the nations now but every time I'm over there like I was for um, Tomato Art Fest, I, I try to stop by a local restaurant and get something because it, it, it reminds me of that comfort food I'd get after work when I'm coming home at night. So I uh, recently had the um, turkey avocado sandwich at Mitchell's. Okay. Deli. Mitchell's is so Yeah, good. on McGavick. And I don't know, it's simple again, and there's just something about anything with bacon, again, sorry, Lizzie, that really just makes me feel like I just want to hug myself and fall asleep. They also have an Asian tofu sandwich. <laughs> Okay. And Mitchell's is inexpensive. That's what I like about it too. You can go. You're in and out, and it's eight bucks. Yeah, unless you get like the giant um, potato salad tub, like I. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> that's, that's why I'm on a diet. And um, also, this is the same day, so this is further explaining why I'm on a diet. I went to Five Points Pizza. You know, they have their pizza window, right? And pizza there's something the about it when the slices have been like cooked twice or heated in the oven twice. It gets really crunchy on that thin crust. Yeah, oh, it does goodness. something to the cheese. It's like a, it's the twice baked potato. Oh pizza. man, it's art. Yeah, it it's is. magic. That, that double melt and the, the, the little glazed crust it gets on the top is it's special. It's, it's very special. It's something I could build furniture out of the amount of empty pizza boxes I have at my house. <laughs> so we should just move on or I'll keep talking. All right. Jason? Um, last best meal I had uh, was actually Smiling Elephant. Um, it's Thai off of a Thai place off of Eighth uh, Avenue. And I, I mean, it's amazing. They, they just do it right. They really do. I'm glad you brought that up because they've sort of risen to the ranks of the most authentic Thai in town. We've had Thai for about 20 years, longer if you include Patty Mint and International Market in her steam table. But um, Smiling Elephant was really one of the first Thai restaurants where even if you didn't know a lot about Thai, you could say this tastes different. It's so much fresher and the flavors are brighter. And going back to Patty Mint and Arnold Mint, uh, that's Patty Mint's brother that runs runs uh, Smiling Elephant. Really? So, yeah. So. so, Jim, you have to tell us now what was your last best thing. And I'm wondering if it was the deep-fried banana <laughs> at the fair last night. Uh, no, yes. you know, yeah, I was at the Williamson County Fair last night doing a little research on classic fair foods. Oh, my God, I love your job. And research. Yeah, I know, research. That's what thing. we call it. <laughs> Um, and I tried some interesting things, uh, looking at all the different foods on a stick. One of them is a fried banana pudding mm. on a stick. Mm. And I learned some important things interviewing these, these folks. One, um, you need to put the stick in before you fry it, <laughs> and then you need to freeze it. Uh, before you bread it and fry it. And I had tried this years ago, and if you just put a stick in a Snickers bar and bread it, or just dunk it in your batter and deep fry it, it just turns into a melted mass of chocolate and dough in your fryer. What's so, the problem? That sounds great. Yeah, I know. <laughs> just scoop it out and put it in a bowl, right? But, um, but the one thing I tried that I thought was really good, uh, this is a vendor from Mississippi, he takes pulled pork and adds cream cheese and Monterey Jack cheese and some spices, and then he rolls that into a ball, and then he puts it in a cornmeal batter, and then he rolls it in crushed cornflakes, and then he deep fries it. 
and that and afterwards it comes out with with a great cornmeal crust on it and with a little barbecue sauce those oh things God. were really good i gotta say well jim if you need to do any follow-up reporting just let me know i'll i'll go with you thank I'll, you i'll, I'll hold your notepad you. yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, well, awesome. Well, thank you for taking the time to uh, talk about food. Next time we do this, we're going to talk about the most underrated and overrated restaurants in Nashville. So that'll be a good controversial thing to to dig our teeth into. And uh, before we go out, just one last thing. Uh, When you go out and you're in a bar that has a decent mixologist, or as I like to call them, bartender um what do you order um well i like going to patterson house okay and here's why i love having conversations with um uh bar temptresses or or whatever you want to call them right and i usually go in there and like have long conversations about my feelings and then i say make something based on that and at patterson house they totally roll with it um they're up for anything they'll make anything and kind of can translate my weird ramblings into the perfect like i don't know whiskey ginger are they sweet sour or bitter (laughs) (laughs) depends on the time of day (laughs) and where my deadline is (laughs) but uh they also have those uh um donuts there that have uh cinnamon and 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 salt and everything good we could do a whole podcast just on donuts um Come on, Jason. Old-fashioned. Really? Yes. I don't see you as an old-fashioned guy. Why is that? He's a newcomer. Yeah. I mean, that's sort of more, you know, you've got a house and... Four kids oh, and uh, here we go. Old fashions are trendy again. I feel like you're stereotyping. <laughs> I feel like you're. No, old fashions are great. I'm just busting on you. I I love them. Um, they're great. Uh, I think my favorite spot to grab a cocktail is. Um, oh no, I'm forgetting the name, and I'm not sure why I'm forgetting it. Right, right. here. Off These newcomers, you know what I mean. What's your whiskey of choice for an old fashioned? Ooh. Do you just whatever the bartender is pouring, or do you have a have a request? Uh, no request. Okay. It's always Jack Daniels here. Oh. <laughs> Don't you know? Well, there are plenty of uh, whiskey distilleries in town now. There are. That's there true. are. Well, well, Jason's trying to remember where he had his last favorite drink. How, how many of those did you have, Which Jason? Which might lead us to, to worry about Jason a little right. bit. Uh, I, I'm not sure why I was blanking on it. Pinewood Social. I Pinewood think going to steal that for me. I feel like Pinewood Social is like my spot. I like it for anything. I go there and work in the morning. I have coffee, and I love having drinks there. I think the bartenders are awesome, and so I, I'll go and I'll just try different, you know, a beer or any any cocktail they have on the menu. You really are Ben and Max Goldberg's perfect customer. Oh, yeah. Because they built Pinewood to do that. They want you to come there for breakfast and to stay in between breakfast and lunch as a workspace and meeting space. They want you there for lunch. They want you there for dinner, cocktails, bowling, all of that. It really was one of the first intentional places to try and have people there throughout the day. Yeah, and even though I know you guys are going to make fun of me for this, the fried broccoli, amazing. <laughs> Perfect. But you didn't tell us your cocktail. What's your cocktail of choice when I, you go out? Honestly, I'm more of a, a, a beer and wine kind of girl, although I do like tequila. So any tequila-based cocktail, I'm down with. Awesome. 
don't talk to Lizzie on a straight tequila night. (laughs) 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 Sorry, that's an old John Anderson reference for those of you out there. Country singer. Anyhow, well... Newcomers. Yeah, newcomers, all right. Well, thank you again, everybody. Whoa, 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 wait. I want to know what you would pick. Right. Okay, my barometer drink to order Uh is a Manhattan. Oh, that's a good one, too. Because I want to know what kind of bitters they're using. I like to see what kind of vermouth they use. If they're using rye, which I think is essential to a good Manhattan. And if they are using uh, homemade cherries or those horrible plasticine, Chernobyl-like, bright red little globes that come out of a jar at the grocery store. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Manhattan. Wonderful I just, it's, I, it's what I like to make at home, and it's what I like to find a bartender who I think can make a good Manhattan. I like that. Where, where do you go for those? For those? Um, I think Patterson House does a, does a great job. Um, I, uh, probably the best one I've had recently was in the Oak Room, uh. the Oak Bar at the Hermitage Hotel. Hmm. Those are really good. Plus, I just love that. I mean, that is a classic, old, beautiful, wood-paneled bar. I just feel like a, like a titan, a captain of industry. Not a Tennessee titan, but a, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Do you have that line planned there? <laughs> you, you know what I... You know oh, can I... You, you changed my mind. Can I amend my answer? Well, sure. I was at Sperry's last weekend. That's another great uh, old Nashville relic in Belmead. It is. Uh, and I had a Cafe Sperry's. I love branded drinks. Yes, yes. You know, that is great. I love Sperry's. They're old school... Uh, first time I took my son in there, he thought it was Hogwarts. <laughs> so that's what happens when you use like ship hatches for tables and <laughs> with, with lots of uh, varnish on them. All right, well, we could go on and on, but our sponsors are telling us it's time to go. Uh, anyhow, I'm Jim Myers, again, food and drink columnist for the Tennessean with Adam Tambran, Jason Gonzalez, and Lizzie Alfs. We'll be back next to talk more about restaurants. Thanks.